This is A Mind Controlled Life, a podcast for a better mental state. Eliminate self-defeating behaviours and be in more control. With your host, Elaine Blidgen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A Mind Controlled Life podcast with your host, which is me, Elaine Blidgen. How are you on this well, it's second uh, of November, so this is a wet and greyish morning. But it might be sun shining where you are, and I wish I were there too. So, what are we going to discuss today? I'm titling this episode as the embarrassment factor. You may have remembered if you've listened to the last two episodes but it was a couple of weeks ago so you know you've slept since then that I have been doing Facebook lives and what I I think it was day three and what I realized was how embarrassing I embarrassed I should say I feel when I judge my work in a particular way So let me take you back. On those episodes, I've been trying to layer in the learning about what you need to do to get your mindset back under your control. And as I've gone along, I've been realising that this is not easy work. I've been at this for nearly 20 years, possibly, maybe a bit less. So that's a long time to actually be introduced to this idea and then to be working on it and get really good at it. And I'm not even a, a I'm not perfect at it. If it I'm, I'm good enough to get the outcomes that I want. And so when I was teaching the concept, especially on day three, I realized, oh my goodness, this is too hard. Now notice that this is too hard. That's what I said. I'd been teaching about how to figure out what you believe about a situation. And if you have a feeling, any feeling, but we don't touch the positive ones ever, these negative feelings, that's telling you that you've got thinking around this particular event. And in there, we can find those beliefs. And when we can find what you actually believe about yourself or the situation that is hampering you in some way and twiddle about with it, you will just go and flow freely towards your goal. So I'm teaching this, talking about it, and I'm thinking, yeah, this is right. But then when I got off, when I stopped, finished the live, it was 45 minutes on there. It's supposed to be 20 minutes, 45 minutes later. I thoroughly enjoyed it, but then the judgment started and the judgment left always leaves a, re- a residue. So just like when you've, you've poured some sticky stuff on your table and you've wiped it, but you know when you, can, you wipe a table, especially a glass table, and you can see the smears because it's not quite clean enough, or if you've cleaned your windows and the sun shines, you can see where you've not quite done it well enough that's what a judgment your own or other people's leaves within your body so if somebody else judges you 
verbally I mean, and you hear that, it will have that visceral effect on you. You will feel it if you take it on board as being true at all. And then you've got your own, which is much more pernicious than that. All those thoughts that you're thinking, even as you're listening to me now, if any of them are negative, you will feel it in your body. And this is why some people spend all their time trying to think positive because it doesn't feel nice when you think quote unquote negative. The downside of that is it's not realistic. We think all sorts of thoughts all the time. Anything can trigger us to think a thought and we can go off and meander down this path and go off on this one. That's just the way the human mind works. And so we cannot ever stop not thinking negatively. That was not very good English or very good grammar. Anyway, so I judged my own performance. I loved it. I, I mean, genuinely, I was in my element. I've been in my element. Just switch on that camera. I know I've got to perform and I come alive. It's, it's it's just bizarre. So then I realised this morning, I thought, oh, actually it was yesterday, it was last evening, that I started to feel embarrassed. Now, I've called this the embarrassment factor because there are certain emotions that I have had since, you know, maybe teenagehood, definitely young adult, that have stayed with me and just gotten worse over time. And I would call those my signature emotions. So my signature emotions are guilt is number one. That is a doozy of a one for me. I find that incredibly difficult to do the thing I want to do if I feel guilt. It's it's awful for me, that one. Now, I don't know which would be in second place, but embarrassment would be up there in my top three. Or top three, maybe top four or five. Because I don't know what the other ones are yet, apart from fear, which is the obvious one, having had anxiety, yeah. So, but embarrassment is there. And part of the way I've been teaching this to people who have been taking part in the lives is by noticing what you think in a particular situation. And I said two things can be happening. When you've been triggered... You will have thinking around a situation and you may also have a visual aspect to it, a visual memory. Because what it can do when you've been triggered is it can trigger a memory. And that memory is where that particular feeling or that particular belief was the strongest. So it tends to be when you first started to have this way of thinking. So that's why we go back in time. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, it's a bit too hard. And, the, um, and I said to myself, they're never going to sign up to have me coach them now. They're never going to do actually become a, a self-coacher because this is too hard. This is work. Now, interestingly enough, after I said that, I didn't feel down or anything. Because then I said, but I'm really proud of myself because, yeah, this is work. And I haven't gotten here because I wrote in my journal... I've did any affirmations. I did any positive thinking. This is proper work. And so I felt proud, which is, a, which is good. But anyway, let's get back to the embarrassment part. But I was still feeling embarrassed. Now, if I were to look back and notice the level of my embarrassment, 
in any situation where I think embarrassment, you know, people are going to be judging me in the way I judge myself. Then it would have been, it used to be a 9-10. I mean, I was severely embarrassed. And when it was at that level, I would have, I would avoid that situation. Uh, you know, I just would. And now, at least last night, it was, let me just think. I would say it went down to a four, three, something like that. Subjective, but, you know, you can tell when things have changed. And this is when I realised, actually, that the best way to judge whether we are moving forward with anything is to look at our signature emotions. I mean, you will have them. You will absolutely have your own signature emotions. Those which, when you feel them, they just leave you flawed. And what I'm really happy about is that this has gone down significantly and it won't stop me doing what I want to do. However, there's another however. I also know that just like watering a plant, you know when you get, the, not even a plant, those weeds in your garden, it will quickly take root and spread. If I don't do something now, if I don't stick a bit of weed killer on it or dig it out, it will spread. I don't think it would ever get to, a t no, it wouldn't get to a 10 again, but I don't want it to get more than a three or a four anyway. So I was, so I was thinking, right, I'm going to have to work on that. Because any emotion is a signal to us now. And I never thought that feelings were, how can I say it? it I didn't think they were, they were a good thing to have. I knew we had them because we're human and we all have the, a range of emotions. I just did not realise that they are our friend and they are our foe. So when you think about how you're feeling today, I mean, you might be feeling great. You know, you might have had a really good restorative sleep. You've woken up and you've managed to get things done. Or you might be in that blah place where you're neither good nor bad. It's just the way you feel or the opposite. You've been triggered and you've been triggered so many times that, you know, you've given up. It's just horrible. You just want the day to be over. I've been all in all three places and yeah, no. And even up until about a month ago, less than that to be, to be fair, I was either reading or I was listening to something. Oh, it was reading a post. And this person was saying, we need to sit with our emotions. And I actually wrote a post in retaliation to that. It was like, no, who can do that? Why would you do that? It's so uncomfortable. And for me, if someone said, right, we're going to torture you, but we're not going to give you physical pain. We're going to torture you emotionally. We're going to make you sit with all your emotions and all that thinking around it. That would be torture. It would, wouldn't it? It would be for you. So the question is, what do we do about it? Because I've got my three. I've got my embarrassment. I've got my guilt and I've got my fear. Those three are my trifecta signature emotions and they are doozies. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? You've got to coach yourself. And this is another thing that I was talking about on, on those lives. 
I'm trying to put out there the idea that even if you have the best therapist or the best coach or the best friends in the entire planet and they are able to get you to shift from just a session with them, you only see that person for once a week if you're very fortunate. And that's a finite number of time, isn't it? In between that time, everything is still being built up. You're still being triggered and that's still creating its own little cluster of roots in this direction, which then will splinter off and create another cluster here and then another cluster, then another cluster. And all of that is affecting how you feel physically. And then it's affecting how you perceive yourself in a situation. And that's what makes it feel so icky and difficult. And never has it been truer than all my years of having anxiety. And one of the questions, one of the posts that I'm going to, not in post, one of the points I'm going to bring up, because this has been even though you're listening to us a week apart, I'm actually recording this when I'm up to day four on my lives. And so I'm going to bring up why it's important again to work on your mindset, but not in a superficial way because we want change. Or else why would we be doing it? I mean, I, I, I don't want to just feel good in the moment. I actually want to know that. When I get back to another situation in which I felt guilt and no, the guilt hasn't 100% gone. I don't know if we can actually go 100%, but anyway. So I felt completely guilty at one point and now I'm 70%. Then I'll get down to 40%. Then I'll get down to 10% and I'll leave it there. So I'm not sure if you can get down to 0% guilt. I don't know if maybe narcissists or people who aren't very nice, maybe they can do not percent. I don't know. Never been there. But my aim is to get it as low as possible so that it doesn't dictate what I, I do and stop me doing what I want to do. So if we roll back to what I call this podcast, the embarrassment factor, can you guess what actions I would take if I was back at my old level, which is where 90 to 100% embarrassed about doing something. If you guess that I probably wouldn't do it, you'd be right. And that's why nine years later, I'm on Facebook because there are so many other aspects to this, obviously. But one of them is the thought of you or anybody else judging me and I would feel it because I would be judging me in a way that I think you would be judging me, if that makes sense. And because I felt it and it felt uncomfortable, I'm, I'm out of here. I don't want to feel that. I don't care what they say, sit with it and let it come up and heal. No, that was way too overwhelming for me. And so for me, if it doesn't feel comfortable, I won't do it. And it doesn't matter how much I want it, the biggest why that I've got, I won't do it. That's the, that's the realistic answer for me. If it's that uncomfortable for me to feel it, and I keep feeling it every time I do that thing, it won't it won't last. It's not sustainable. So my idea then 
was to find a way to feel good, to feel okay, to feel right. And that's evolved into looking at situations, listening to the thinking that's around it, extracting from that thinking the beliefs that are making me feel that particular way, trudling around with the beliefs and I'll feel differently, automatically and naturally. And isn't that what we would all want? Did I say that right? Isn't that what we would all want? And of course it is. And what I figured out last night was, yes, I got embarrassed at the idea that this work, I'm showing how difficult it is. And that's when I started to feel proud. I am willing to work to get to feel this good. And if other people aren't, really, I can't say anything. Because unless they've been here where it's not that great every single day, then maybe for them it isn't worth it. So I was reflecting back on how I feel now and what I'm willing to do and how I used to feel. And this is the bit where I'm going to say this is a sad bit and then I'm going to qualify that. The sad bit is I know that I've missed out. I know that I've missed opportunities because I couldn't take them, because I wouldn't do whatever it is I wanted to do to put myself out there, to be around other people who could be potential partners or affiliates or just connections and friends. So I've not been doing that. And now that I'm on Facebook, I've made some really good connections. So I've missed out. So I'm going to qualify that by saying, yes, it's sad that I've missed out, but I don't feel sad. I've regret, no, that's not true. I'm going to say I've regretted not doing it, because, but I can imagine that I could have regret, but I don't have the regret because I've taken that level of judgment away from what I do now. And I recognise that, obviously, if I'd have had this 20 years ago, 20 years later, I would be in a very different place emotionally and financially and possibly even physically because the amount of chocolate I've eaten to suppress my emotions, huh, I could, you know, I could have a, a chocolate factory inside me. So this is the point I wanted to make to you. The embarrassment factor, those emotions that everyone says that, you know, we should sit with and it heals us. I mean, they're very, it's true. If we can do that, but if you, like me, do not like to feel uncomfortable at all, no intolerance for it, because we spent too much of our lives feeling uncomfortable, then use this. Use the way I teach. Call me, email me, well, maybe not call me, but email me, text me, and set up an appointment to just talk to me to see if I can help you, and if not, get you on another path rather than not do anything at all. Because sad as it is, it does not get better with age. We are not wine. We do not get better with age. We just hide more. And we make our lives smaller and smaller and smaller so that we feel comfortable in a very, very tiny aspect of our life. And so now I'm out there doing things that I never thought I was going to do. I'm conversing with people and connecting with them in a way that I've never been before. And you know what? I'm enjoying it. 
And I was the last thing I want to say is I also had another realisation that nobody talks about. And the reason they don't talk about it is because they've not experienced it. Because a lot of people who have been born into a situation where they are okay emotionally and they can go through life and they'll have the odd angst and this, that and the other, but they're, you know, they're fine in general. At least I think, I don't know. I don't know what people are like on the inside, except the ones that come and see me and the people that post online. And I was, they don't talk about it because you can't talk about something that you've not experienced. Now, I'll never know what it's like, as I've said, I think, in another podcast, what it's like to give birth. And it doesn't matter how much you explain that to me, I'll never experience that. It'll just be theory to me. Yeah? Well, there are three levels to, to what I have been experiencing. The first, after you do this inner work, is you feel good. And that's obviously absolutely what we want. We want to feel good. Now, the second phase or level is that then you want everybody else to feel good. And that's why I'm doing this podcast. I want you to feel as good as I feel because it is such a wonderful feeling. I, and it's like, yeah, I really do want you to experience this. It's, 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 it's a very, very positive drug to have, this feeling of good. Yeah? But then there's the next level which I'm teetering on the border of being in now, which I'm deciding which new things I want to experience because I know that all I have to do is get rid of the angst around it, you know, all that thinking, change that, make it a neutral, emotionally neutral venture, I will do it. So think about that. Think about your bucket list if you've got one and think about the things that you know you will never do because most of it is far too fear-inducing. So you won't bungee jump. I know bungee jump's not in anymore, but you, you won't do anything like that or jump out of a plane, even if you wanted to. If your level of fear outweighs your level of excitement, you may get talked into something like that, but you won't enjoy it. And you certainly won't do it a second time. So, But if you want to actually enjoy this moment that you have, then you really do need to work on your mindset at the therapeutic level, at that deep unconscious level, not the surface affirmation, journal writing, mirror work level that I've spent years doing and didn't get anywhere with. So hopefully <laughs> you're not thinking, oh, we're letting, whoa, 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 slow down there. Come on, you know. Is, and it's, it is. It's, I'm still in that level two, aren't I, where I want you to feel good. That's why I keep saying, come on, you can do it, do it, do it, without me having to externally motivate you, but to give you that inspiration to go forward and try this thing. Level three is exciting. I cannot wait to try new things. Can't wait. I mean, me, that was scared of it being dark outside. Despite, not even despite, even though nothing has ever happened in the dark to give me that negative association. You know, worry gone worrisome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's all I have time for. I will stop there. And I know that you can live a mind-controlled life, not because I say so, not because anybody else says so, but because your brain, your mind was built to live in a way 
that made you feel good and happy. And I'll speak to you soon.